I'm Sydney. And I'm Julie. And this is Restaurant and Retail Revelations. handmade calzones. Do we have your attention yet? Podcast listeners, thank you for joining us for a new episode of Restaurant and Retail Revelations, a podcast brought to you by Revel Systems, the market-leading cloud-native POS platform. You have your usual suspects here on the line. I'm Julie Standridge, and Sydney Keita is the other voice. We are marketers at Revel Systems, and we're really looking forward to this episode. We've got an especially tasty episode today featuring Sauce on the Side's President of Franchise Operations and Development, Brad Eaton. Brad's role is twofold in that he supports Sauce on the Side's existing franchisees and additionally helps source new franchise candidates and takes them through the entire onboarding process. There's also no shortage of strategy involved in Brad's role, and we're thrilled to have the opportunity to pick his brain on this emerging fast casual brand, one that has had no shortage of recent accolades. And with that, Brad's on the line with us now, so let's dive in. Brad, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. And to get things started, will you share a bit about your role as president of Franchise Operations and Development at Sauce on the Side? Yeah, thanks so much for having me. I, I certainly look forward to our conversation today. Uh, you know, a, a life of president of franchise operations of an emerging brand like Sauce on the Side is, um, it, it's, it is unique each day, but, uh, you know, I oversee uh, and support our franchisees both on the operations side and the new development side, both development deals, uh, the, the restaurants that they're committed to developing, but also finding new franchisees for our system as we continue to grow. So it is everything from, uh, you know, fielding inquiries and, and meeting with new franchise candidates to taking them through that entire process, but also a lot of strategy uh, along uh, with growing our current businesses, uh, making them more profitable within the four walls and finding synergies uh, and scalability in order to do so. Very nice. Sounds like a, an interesting gig. And I want to take a closer look at Sauce on the Side itself, a, a brand that it sounds like you know very well. So at its core, you know, it's a, it's a fast casual restaurant franchise specializing in calzones. But I know there are a few elements that set you guys apart from a typical fast casual. So can you share a bit more about those differentiators with us and also about the evolution of Sauce on the Side in general since its founding? Yeah, what a fun story Sauce on the Side is. Uh, we, we started in 2012. Uh, we, we have three founding partners, great friends. They're still friends today, and they're still very active in leading the business on a day-to-day. -day. They knew that they wanted to create a restaurant company because they'd worked together in the industry for years, and they didn't know what. And uh, honestly, it was an episode of Seinfeld where Costanza goes and gets uh, calzones for George Steinbrenner that became this... Uh, inspiration to do calzones. So you'll even see it on our menu today and, and an homage to uh, the Costanza uh, on our menu uh, where we put eggplant into one of our calzones just as he did on that episode. So a, a really fun, uh, you know, interesting uh, inspiration for the, the start of our brand. But, you know, the growth of our brand has, has, has been interesting as well. 
uh, I actually had the uh, the pleasure of looking back at the original business plan my partners put together a few months ago, and the plan was to be a single restaurant, and their goal was to sell, I think, like 25 calzones per day on a weekday in order to be profitable. And it, it's funny, I, I looked yesterday, and um, you know, now we have nine locations, three on the corporate side, six on the franchise side. And one of our locations sold 10 times that number yesterday in just calzones. So it's it's funny to see the evolution and, and what started as just this seed of being, um, you know, your own boss and, and creating a, a single restaurant has actually morphed into uh, providing other uh, people the opportunity to jump on board, become a franchisee of our system and create their own wealth. Uh, so... Um, you know, what, what makes Sauce on the Side special? We are niche, right? We, we when talked about, calzones are often associated with pizza, right? Um, I would say we sit somewhere between a sandwich and, and pizza, but calzones have always been this afterthought on the, on the pizza restaurant menu. And what we've done is we've taken that calzone and we've elevated it and put it to the forefront, but we put these unique gourmet uh, you know, culinary twists on a calzone, right? Salami and dates with garlic herb cheese, for example. Um, you know, we also have, you know, some of your favorites you know, of sausage and pepperoni and, and more of the um, retreat to what you would call usual flavors. But, but by elevating these and, and offering them at a very, I'd say, approachable price point, 10 or $11 for an enormous portion, um, we've, we've just changed the game uh, from a quality perspective, from a value for money perspective. And, and then the last thing that kind of sets us apart um, is, is our service model. Not only do we offer self-delivery, right? We, we, we've bolted on third-party delivery, but we are a fast casual in the sense that you order at the counter. But that's kind of where it stops because you sit down, we give you a real plate, a real napkin, real silverware, and our front of house team is 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 bussing tables, offering refills. So we've kind of blended these two models. And if you make us drop into a bucket, we're absolutely fast casual, but we give this full service experience at the table that our guests just fall in love with. Okay, I, I absolutely love that. And um, the Seinfeld connection, actually, that brings me to a, a different TV show. I don't know if you're familiar with Parks and Recreation, Yes. Yeah. um, One of the main characters, Ben Wyatt, is a calzone enthusiast. So he and George have that in common. And I think he's quoted on the show calling the calzone. It's like he says it's a portable, delicious meal that is its own container and that it's a whole new spin on Italian fast casual dining. So, you know, I, I don't know if there were a couple of shows that influenced Sauce on the Side's inception, but I feel like maybe the show writers for Parks and Rec were also inspired. Right. Yeah. You know, it is funny because I think Seinfeld was was the first uh, and the predecessor. Uh, Parks and Rec came along and we couldn't agree more with Ben Wyatt. Right. And, uh, you know, maybe maybe Ben Wyatt will listen to this podcast and want to join join our army and help us spread the gospel of Calzone. I love that. So but pop culture references aside, your brand has some really notable headlines lately. And Julie and I definitely want to talk about some of those with you. So um, to start, you were recently named to QSR Magazine's 40 out of 40 list for 2022, and you are one of America's hottest startup fast casuals. So even without support from uh, Ben Wyatt's character, 
that is, that's a huge accolade and worth of congratulations. And I'm curious to know what factors you think contributed to Sauce on the Side making that list in particular. Yeah, thanks for the, uh, for the recognition. It's something that kind of brought us to a lot of humility a couple of weeks ago when, when that was announced. It's, uh, it's, it's always nice to be seen on the national stage. QSR Magazine does an awesome job of every year coming out with a, with a list of what they see to be, you know, the hottest startup fast casuals. And um, it's for those under, you know, 40 units and, and looking to emerge and grow. And um, I, 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 you know, when, when kind of understanding the criteria for that selection, it was about being kind of innovative and forward thinking. Um, you know, focusing on technology and the customer experience and being resilient through COVID and, and kind of prepared for what comes, quote unquote, after COVID, if that ever happens. Yes, the, the after COVID conversation uh, continues on. Um, but, you, you know, you also have a few notable milestones coming up, including your 10th anniversary and then the opening of your 10th location in Missouri. So two really exciting things. Can you share more about those milestones with us, you know, what they mean for the brand? And then, of course, how people can join in the festivities. Yeah, thanks so much for that. Uh, it is a 10-year anniversary of, of that first restaurant I was telling you about, 2012, downtown St. Louis, and that dream to sell 25 calzones on a weekday and 40 on a, on a weekend day. Um, and it's grown into uh, nine restaurants, about to be 10 restaurants. We're, we're uh, in development on our fourth corporate location currently for Creefcore, Missouri, um, with suburb of St. Louis. And, and just really exciting times because you know we, we are still accelerating our growth and we believe we're just starting the acceleration of the growth. So this 10-year milestone is special in the sense of looking back down off that mountain that we're currently climbing and seeing how far we've come as a brand, but then looking right back up and seeing how far we have to go as, as a brand and what we believe our runway is. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll certainly be celebrating the grand opening of that Creve Core location, probably late spring, early summer. And, and certainly, um, you know, love anybody that, that uh, is interested to join us in that, but also, um, you know, if, if those prospective franchisees can always reach out, you know, sauceontheside.com forward slash franchise to uh, have a conversation with me a little bit more about what our business entails. It's a, a beautiful plug and a really exciting milestone. I always love when we've got some good news to celebrate. And, you know, there's still, there's still plenty of industry challenges out there. So I think it is important that you, you know, you mentioned that, that uh, hypothetical mountain and a look back at the achievements, but then, you know, keeping your eye on the prize. And, you know, I know that there are some current challenges that are maybe a little bit different or, or more exaggerated than they have been in the past, things like labor and um, inflation challenges. And I'm curious to know how your team is facing those and addressing those. Yeah, uh, there's no surprise that uh, not just this industry, but every industry has been affected by you know, the labor challenges, uh, by inflationary forces driving that raw material cost you know, through the roof. I think uh, you know, February year over year is seven and a half percent inflation. Right, so so that is a real challenge to the business, and 
you know, I, I would typically say we, we, we have navigated those challenges, but if I really reflect, you know, I, I, navigating is an interesting word, right? Because it, it kind of uh, denotes that you're steering around obstacles, that you're, um, that, that you're just looking through the, um, uh, the, the windshield and, and, and seeing things coming and, and steering around them. But I tell you what, our team, our franchisees, our restaurant managers, um, I don't know how much navigation we've done. We've done a lot of accelerating, a couple breaking uh, you know, moments where we, we, we just completely stop and pivot, but we've really accelerated uh, through COVID. We feel like as a brand, we've been just really blessed to be in a great position when that pandemic hit. We were already doing 40% of our business off premise. Um, we were really well positioned from a pricing power standpoint because uh, we had value for money as a, as a really high mark from our guests because we're giving you know, enormous portions for a great price. Uh, we, we, were, we were hitting those marks for uh, you know, the full service aspect where, where guests were just leaving thrilled. And, and what we've, we've done is just kind of understand where the customer wants us to be, right? Accelerate in all of those lanes um, and, and just really focus on doing what we do the best. Now, with that said, that doesn't hide the fact that uh, what you mentioned, you know, it doesn't eat away at profitability a little bit. And we've always got to protect our profitability, but how do we do that in a way that our guests don't necessarily notice or feel that impacted by it? And one of the things we, we did was focus on, well, how do we drive labor efficiency, right? Well, the answer to that solution tends to be technology, right? We don't want to shortchange our, our team members on, on wage. As a matter of fact, our corporate side, we raised wages significantly over the last 90 days um, to compete even better uh, for top talent. So we don't want to take uh, you know, a, a cost-cutting measure. We want to say, well, how do we make those great team members life easier? And we turn to technology to do that. Um, we... Um, you know, from a from a cost perspective, it, we, we need granular, immediate insights because we, we have to have the ability to turn on a dime and saying, well, if this commodity grows 40 percent in a month from a cost perspective, how do we combat that to make sure that that uh, that that item is still profitable to our business? Wow. Yeah. You, you touched on so many of kind of the, the hot topics we talk about a lot here at Revel. I, I love how you said, you know, your team maybe initially started out as navigators, but quickly pivoted to just be accelerators in the industry and, um, you know, had to accept change as it, it came at you. So uh, hopefully your point of sale Revel uh, got to play a small role in helping your team do that. And I know I speak for the whole team at Revel and sharing that we just love that Sauce on the Side is one of our valued clients. Um, and you recently made the switch to Revel from a different point of sale provider. So Brad, do you mind sharing a bit about the decision to make that switch? I'd be happy to. Look, uh, to say that Revel played a small part in it would be an enormous understatement, right? Uh, there's a reason why we made the change. Um, and Revel has already, um, you know, in the you know, 45 to 60 days that we've been a Rebel client, uh, allowed us to do things that we just didn't have the ability to do. Um, at the height of the pandemic, it became inevitable that 
the legacy point of sale system we were on just wasn't flexible enough for what we wanted to do, for what we had to do to keep our customer happy and give them that best in class experience. We, we just couldn't adapt quickly enough. Uh, so we, we, we set out to find best in class solution. We wanted cloud-based um, so we can make those changes without, you know, long refreshes and waiting till the next day to, to see what changes were made. Um, because our customers just generally more than ever were telling us we need different things and we need them all. Um, we, we had different restaurant occasions occurring um, and, and customer to customer, it was just so different. Some, some customers were playing it safe. Uh, some were, were dining out still. Right. But, you know, we saw a spike in self-delivery. We deliver our own. We, we saw a spike in third-party delivery. We needed a best-in-class solution to make all of that work better. But still, as, as the recovery occurred, we didn't lose off-premise momentum. We, we literally bolted on sales when dine-in recoveries occurred, when conventions came back, when catering uh, became a thing again because businesses were back in. And, and we needed a solution that was able to give us the ability to provide each of those layers of our business, the customers within those, with the absolute best experience, but not growing labor, right? Finding those efficient ways to do things and, and, and honestly, when we made the decision uh, to completely overhaul our tech stack across all nine locations in a month's time, which was a, a, a daunting task when you stare, stare it down, um, we just needed that opportunity to move quickly, nimbly. Um, you know, overnight, we were able to integrate all of our third-party deliveries. We were able to stand up kiosks to give you know, the customer seeking a, a, a limited contact experience a, a great one. Uh, we were able to add a delivery management system to dispatch, you know, the 15% of our, our business that is self-delivery to a delivery driver that uh, could seamlessly click on their app, accept it, and, and, and it would route them right to the location, right? So um, it also gave us the ability to add a label printer uh, for our kitchen, no longer handwriting on boxes, just slapping a label on the calzone box because today, 60% of our business is still off-premise. So we, we were able to find all of these efficiencies with, with moving to Revel. And honestly, we were able to recognize those immediately and overnight in something that took us a year to try to get third-party delivery integrated unsuccessfully with that legacy point-of-sale system we were able to do in minutes. Well, that's music to my ears that Rebel has been there for you in exactly what you needed from your tech stack. Uh, that's, that's so awesome. And I would really love to actually dig a little deeper into delivery because delivery and pizza have long gone hand in hand. And of course, we've talked about pizza being kind of the cousin of the calzone. And so at Sauce on the Side, you offer both in-house delivery and third-party delivery solutions to your customers. And I feel like that's not a super common setup. So I would love to just know more about that specific decision and how both are playing out for the brand. Uh, yeah, definitely not common in the, in the uh, pizza space. Uh, anyone who's self-delivered tends to look unfavorably on third-party delivery and and. Um, I'll, I'll tell you, we, we actually took a different perspective to that. Uh, we did exclusively self-delivery until uh, March of 2020 when COVID hit. And, and what we did, we immediately uh, turned to third-party delivery partners to understand what that world would look like. And as we analyzed the business, we believed 
that we would gain an, a new customer, an incremental customer by shifting into third-party delivery. And uh, we were right. Um, we, we have found new customers that were able to either convert to our own customers at some point in their journey, or um, you know, we've found a new avenue for for revenue stream and and been able to ultimately to the 90th percentile bolt that business onto existing. And now that we're able to integrate that directly with Revel, my team members aren't uh, making errors typing in the order. They have a much easier life when we're doing 40, 50, 60, you know, 80 orders a day uh, through those third-party channels, right? But on the self-delivery side, um, you know, we're able to really continue to focus our efforts there and, and, and make sure that when it's coming through our lane, that we own that customer experience and they're delighted. That's really interesting. And it sounds like you guys have, you found the winning combination for the business today. So that's great. Um, and Brad, we've, we've reached the end of our prepared questions for you, but we always like to ask if there's anything you want to share that we perhaps haven't covered uh, so far in our conversation. Uh, no, nothing additional to share, but I, I certainly want to thank you both for the time today and, and certainly a huge thank you to Revel Systems. Uh, it, it's been just a, a great partnership, even though it's only been for about 60 days, um, you know, in, in, in total uh, that we've had uh, locations on board with you. You've been a fantastic partner and allowed us to um, not spend so much time focusing on how to get things accomplished, but rather strategizing on what needs to get accomplished and allowing our, our tech stack to, to do kind of the heavy lifting, if you will. So thank you to Revel, to yourself, uh, Julie and Sydney. The feeling of gratitude is mutual. Uh, we really appreciate your time today because I know that life in the restaurant space is uh, delightfully hectic. And so um, just excited to see the continued growth and evolution of Sauce on the Side. And hopefully you'll find a fitting franchisee in the Atlanta area soon because I can never turn down a fresh calzone personally. So um, you actually, you slid this in earlier in the episode, but if any listeners are interested in more information about starting a Sauce on the Side franchise location, you can learn more online at sauceontheside.com slash franchise. Well, as expected, I am very hungry now. I suppose that's a risk to working adjacent to the restaurant industry. Brad describes what makes Sauce on the Side special, and I think he put it well. While calzones have in many cases been listed as alternate options kind of towards the bottom of pizzeria menus, Sauce on the Side has brought calzones to the forefront and elevated them with unique ingredients to boot. I think it's genius. It is, and their service model also sets them apart. You know, they're a fast, casual restaurant with all the off-premises offerings that customers really want today. But if you dine in, you're going to receive real plates, real silverware, and this full service experience. It's, yeah, it's definitely a differentiator, and the industry is noticing too. Their recent naming on QSR Magazine's 40 Under 40 list for 2022 as one of America's hottest startup fast casuals aligns really well with a 10-year milestone and a new store opening for the brand. So I think it's just a taste of what's to come for Sauce on the Side. I couldn't agree more. And as a newer Revel client, I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing how Brad and his team continue to utilize all of the built-in flexibility that Revel offers to capitalize on this momentum that they're experiencing right now. It's just great to hear that Revel has been able to be a solve for some of the brand's most pressing needs. 
and we love to see our clients win. So a big thanks goes to Brad for joining us today. And for those who are listening, please don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we will be back soon with more content. Thank you.